Some of the wisest people I know are in recovery, in AA and NA and the like. And part of why I think they're wise is they, they tend to have all these wise sayings that they draw upon and they, they share with others in recovery and those of us who, who are outside of recovery. I think of the saying, for example, resentment is drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. Or the acronym EGO, which stands for easing God out. Or the ever helpful saying, first things first. I think about all these wisdom sayings because wisdom is a big but neglected part of the Bible, the whole wisdom literature, especially in the Hebrew scriptures. Ecclesiastes, for example, or the book of Job. Here we are in Matthew with Jesus giving us a parable that is essentially a parable about wisdom and the difference between wisdom and foolishness. Wisdom is essentially in the wisdom literature and here in this parable about what it takes simply to put one foot in front of the other or when to speak and when to listen. These are very simple skills, very simple things to do, or they appear simple, but in reality for our own soul and the souls of others, these simple actions mean a great deal. So this parable is about five wise bridesmaids and five foolish bridesmaids. The wise ones are wise for what I think is a, a very simple reason. They're awaiting the groom. The groom is coming in the middle of the night. The groom is late, but they are patient. And because they are patient, they are prepared. Plenty of oil, they've kept their wicks trimmed and burning, and they are ready for this groom and ready for this um, party. The foolish bridesmaids are foolish because they are skeptical. The night has gone on for a long time. The groom has not shown, and they are becoming more and more doubtful, and the more doubtful they become, the more tired they are, and they finally, and understandably, fall asleep. Therefore, they are foolish, and when the groom finally comes, they are not prepared and have to go to the store to get oil for their lamps. The point is, is fair enough and is certainly clear enough. Be wise, be patient, be prepared. Um, be prepared to wait as long as you need to for the coming of the good, the coming of what is beautiful or true or what you are longing for, what you need most. Be patient and don't be foolish. I know a little bit about um, depth psychology and Jungian um, thought, and I know enough to know that that whole field of thought always cautions us, especially with a parable like this, to be self-aware and aware that we're a, a strange mixture as human beings always of, of light and dark, of good and bad, of wisdom and foolishness. So don't be naive interpreting a, a parable like this. Jung once said, we don't become enlightened by imagining figures of light but instead by baking, making the darkness conscious. Or if depth psychology is not your cup of tea, I think about 
the great Texas singer-songwriter Towns Van Zant, who in a song called Rex's Blues sang, wrote the lyrics and sang, there ain't no darkness until something shines. Within each of us, there is light and dark. Within each of us, there is wisdom and foolishness. And the, the wisest person is the most self-aware person. So, a good word, a positive word about the foolish bridesmaids. We can imagine that their story doesn't end at the end of this parable because they are, as Jesus tells us, in the kingdom of heaven. So we can imagine that their story continues on the other side of this parable. Well, when they go to fetch the oil that they should have had, when they finally wake up and, and rush off to get everything they need in order to meet the bride, in order to meet the groom and get into the party. And when they finally get the oil, when they finally have their lamps trimmed and burning, when they finally make it to the party, we can imagine that the door actually opens and that they enter into the party and they make the party that much more fabulous because they're well rested, they're energetic, they're ready for a party and they know they are very lucky to have gotten in because they weren't prepared. They had been skeptical and even fallen asleep and yet their presence in this party makes it that much more livelier and energetic. If that sounds impossible, we need to remember that the teller of this parable is Jesus, who's the same one who told us a story five chapters earlier in this very gospel, Matthew, in this very gospel about the day laborers. And the last day laborers, the one who were hired at the end of the day and worked the shortest amount of time, were paid the same amount as those who'd worked all day long. So it's quite possible that these foolish bridesmaids find that the door ultimately opens. These parables then can awaken us, awaken us to a God of hope, a God who is always ready to open a doorway in the dark, a God who's always leaning in to hear our knock, to hear our voice, to sense where we are so that we may become closer to God's presence. If God can raise the dead, then surely God can awaken the sleepers.